2: With their eyes all aglow We'll find it hard to sleep Tonight I find it hard they to interrupt The great Nat King Cole there I mean it's
1: Oh yes
0: feel
2: rude One of my favorites there Welcome Good morning Hello Greetings Salutations Konnichiwa Right Lex?
1: Yeah that's good yes. Bonjour Guten Tag Welcome oh, So we know.
2: <laughs> and That's about it That's about it. Welcome to the second hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning. Hello. Thank you.
1: Perfect.
2: Right here on my talk. Everything entertainment. Everything. I'm infectious, but I'm back. I'm Jason with Lex and Holly.
1: You know, sometimes I really (laughs) do wish we were in the same studio, but today is one of those days.
2: No. yeah, Hey, over
1: there.
2: Yeah, keep me contained. I know. I just had my TV meeting with Theodore.
1: Oh, um, yes. How was that?
2: Well, I stayed a good, healthy 12 feet away from him. <laughs> so smart. I just, he had to scream what we're, okay, today on the show, we're going to do this. <laughs> thank you, Theodore. <laughs> thank you, Theodore. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, um, it's good to be back. I was telling our friends I had plenty of time. Um, And Lex, I know that you did this too. I've, I've, I forgot when you weren't feeling well, but. You you came back and you had watched like a hundred and fifty hours of things. Yeah. And every day on the sheet, Lex wrote, Okay, I watched the Godfather saga. <laughs> I watched all the Shreks. I watched all the police academies. I watched and we were cracking up. She had watched like, you know.
1: So <laughs> when well, you're just laying on your couch feeling exactly. miserable, might as well watch something. <laughs>
2: yeah. So I I said in the first hour as well, please go listen to a little bit later um i requested and Colin obliged to to, to Colin to leave um just
1: <laughs> i'm sick get out of here you got a nest it's important Ex- yeah
2: and i didn't know he and, had
1: that uh, like that energy of wanting just always to go out cuz i i have the exact opposite i want my husband around he
2: would say that he does not
1: oh okay but
2: but he does and um <laughs> and so and it, it's it's stress that I take upon myself, and I do recognize that. But it's just easier yeah. for me. Go hang with your mom. Go play pull tabs. Go to serums. Let me just lay here. So I did. And I got inspired. And, and, and you guys will enjoy this. I got inspired by what Holly and Rocco uh, did with our new show open. Which, um, if you are not eagle-eyed pop culture folks... You may not uh, get it right away until we tell you. The open has a lot of thought into it, uh, pop culture wise, because it is an homage to the great 1978 Superman movie with uh, Christopher Reeve and Gene Hackman and Margot Kidder, and uh, and it's the opening title sequence to Superman with the wonderful John Williams score and it's the opening of the movie that Holly and Rocco or Holly rewrote it and it's the the exact the it, so i was thinking of our open so i rewatched superman i rewatched 1978 superman and it was such a joy and then i started watching the other superman movies And uh, and and just really getting and then really kind of deep diving into the score and the opens of all of the movies and and coming to the conclusion that it really is. And as a guy that really appreciates opening title sequences, both film and television, it really is John Williams. It's one of his best. Oh, yeah. Right, Holly, I mean no. you would agree. I mean, obviously you you, you picked this for, for our for our show, but don't you think, and it's not as celebrated because it's it's older. Um the the youngins don't know about it per se. Uh but it's one of his best. Right, Hal? No, I mean you think that.
0: Chef's kiss, it sets yeah. the tone for the movie, that credit sequence. For the original Superman. Is so exciting. And it's just font rushing at your face. <laughs> the fact that yes. they can create that kind of action. Excitement anticipation. With just the score. And words whooshing at your face. <laughs> it is really just astounding. And such a wonderful thing to watch.
2: I queued it up for you guys. You're going to hear our open again at 8. We now run it at 6 and 8. But it queued up. I thought you guys would enjoy this. Especially if you're my talker. That has never seen 1978 Superman. Here's the open. uh, And now you'll know exactly why what Holly and Rocco did was so great. And pop culturally charming. Um, Here it is. And then you'll hear the excitement of font flying at you. (laughs) (laughs) This is great. Uh, Here it is. And this
1: is is the first year Christopher Reeves played Superman, right?
2: With a story by Mario Puzo.
1: In the decade of the 1930s, even the great city of Metropolis was not spared the ravages of the worldwide depression. In the times of fear and confusion, the job of informing the public was the responsibility of the Daily Planet, a great metropolitan newspaper whose reputation for clarity and truth had become a symbol of hope for the city of Metropolis.
2: Transitions out of a black and white film, and it goes into this. And there it is, Superman. Oh. So good. Wow. And you're right. Whether it's TV and Holly, Holly said it perfectly, it sets you up. It gets you in the mood for the movie or show that you're getting ready to watch. And it gets you excited. And that opening title, you see Gene Hackman and Marlon Brando's name flying at you. And Christopher Reeve. And then, suit, and then the shield comes up. It's great. Oh. It's it's so exciting. I'm getting
0: tingles listening yeah. to
2: it. <laughs> oh, I had it and I kept playing it in my surround sound. And before I kicked him out, Colin walks in. And he goes, I never realized how much great music is in Superman. He goes, until you're sitting here watching it. And one more cut and then we'll take a break. Is uh, the love theme. Uh, to Superman, which I think um, is one of John Williams' most beautiful scores, and uh, it just takes the Superman theme, but it turns it, you know, into a Lois Lane and Clark's theme. And here's a little bit of it, a uh, redone by John Ottman uh, for Superman Returns. But you'll see how beautiful it is. So pretty. Oh,
1: just man.
2: what are we gonna do when we lose John Williams, man? That's just <gasps> don't say I know. It. Don't say yeah, it. I know it's just he's just the maestro. Oh, he's he so has good. some kind
1: of intern, don't you think?
2: I you hope, just hope. I hope he teaches he's been all of his
1: things too.
2: I hope he's been cloned, Lex.
1: There's all (laughs) the tricks. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Anyway, you can watch Superman, all the Superman movies on HBO and HBO Max. Do it now before they take them away.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah, because that's a very real problem. Mm. Absolutely.
2: Uh, When we come back, some TV talk. Uh, Dance Monsters on Netflix. And uh, Kate Winslet weighs in on that (laughs) never-ending Titanic debate. Those stories and more when we come back. Georgia. Welcome back, in, Jason and Alexis. You. In the morning on My Talk, streaming worldwide at our My Talk app. I'm Jason, and Alexis, and Holly. Thanks for being here. Little uh, little uh, TV talk coming up, but first, Kate Winslet <laughs> is weighing in because you know she's doing pub for Avatar: The Way of Water. Mm-hmm. Um and obviously so is James Cameron, and because they're answering 4,000 questions, they're also answering questions about their last movie together, uh, Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> She's it's been 25 on
1: years, the, Jace, yeah, nearly.
2: The door debate, right?
1: Yes, of course. A spoiler alert. Yeah.
2: <laughs> For a 25-year-old There's movie. There's
1: a climactic um, scene, yes, when uh, she is on a door and he's kind of dangling off the side and oh he doesn't make it and so Mm. many of us have said there was room for him on that door and maybe they would have both survived now of course the story wouldn't be as tragic but still so Kate was yes out promoting Avatar she was on a podcast and she says and I'd play it but she drops a few f-bombs she says I don't effing know the answer is I don't know Look, all I can tell you is I don't have a decent I now have an, a decent understanding of water and how it behaves, which, of course, alluding to Avatar. But she also relates this to paddle boarding. And I thought, OK, Oh, she says, if you put two adults on a stand up paddle board, it becomes immediately and extremely unstable. That is for sure. And so she says, look, yes, there might have been space for him on it. But she does not believe that they would have both survived if he had gotten on the door because it would have tipped and would have not been a sustainable idea. So she says, yes, he would fit, but they both would have died. <laughs> well, <laughs> is what she's say.
2: And I think Jimmy boy. I don't think he is. He's mm-hmm. doing this as a special. He's he hired scientists. I think it's going to air on CNN or something. Mm. He recorded a special. And he's going to... Because can you imagine how sick both of them are? They're asked about this all of the time. Oh, yeah. Um, Even if they're not promoting anything related to Titanic. I know Stephen Colbert um, made a bit out of it with Kate a couple years ago. Yeah. Uh, But James Cameron hired some scientists. (laughs) That's hilarious. and, And they're finally gonna unveil i think it's the this thursday or something and i think it's on cnn yeah they're finally gonna put it to rest
0: oh it's like al capone's vault <gasps> well
2: let's hope it let's hope it comes out better than that uh <laughs> for james compared to her oh
1: my gosh there was nothing in there <laughs>
2: <laughs> to quote Titanic, his career never, never recovered. Yes.
1: No. Oh, God, but you're yeah. so right, Jeez. What they're going to do is they're going to take the same body mass as Kate and Leo, put sensors all over them inside and out. Inside? Any it, Interesting. Put them in icy water and do the same thing. So you're right. It will yeah. come down to we're just going to settle this once and for all. Um, uh, I kind of want to watch that.
2: Speaking of... The, okay, so one more... That. Okay. So here's the... Speaking of Avatar, mm-hmm. um, it's coming in for... Uh, because remember, James Cameron told us mm-hmm. it needed to make about, what, $2 billion? Yes. Worldwide for it to be profitable. Or I'm sorry, for it to break even. Um. So...
1: Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price Priceline. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. An opening yes. weekend. Okay. Will it get there?
2: Well, look, it is, it's better than what people thought Thursday, Friday. Yeah. Their Thursday numbers, and I don't know if you guys talked about this on Friday, Meh. their Thursday numbers scared the crap out of Disney mm-hmm. um, because they were nowhere near Spider-Man, No Way Homes, uh, nowhere near The Force Awakens from 2015. And Saturday num- Saturday's numbers weren't looking great either. Um, early Saturday. But then Saturday night and into Sunday got better, mm-hmm. and international um, numbers were okay. What's hurting them is uh, China with their COVID lockdowns. Yeah, uh, that's that's hurting the international box office. I don't know though. It's going to be really hard for this movie to turn a profit. I, I just come on, it's two
0: billion. It has to sustain at the box office. That was the key to the original Avatar success is that it opened all right, but then it just kept going and people kept on seeing it for months on end. Same with Titanic. Yep. Yeah.
2: Is this going to have that type of staying power? I mean,
1: and the reviews were really kind of glowing in the beginning and now it's kind of just middle ground, just.
2: Okay. Oh God. The uh, maybe I'll read it tomorrow. The Forbes, have either of you seen the Forbes review of Avatar?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Oh God. What, it, uh, yeah. It was so bad. Ugh. I mean, he had so many great lines, and that guy usually drives me crazy. Um uh what's his name? Mark Hughes. Uh no, that's not it. This is actually a good one. There was a review that I read over the weekend that even through my NyQuil, I was laughing out. I, I was. It was oh, no. one of the funniest. Oh. oh, here it is. Oh gosh. Uh, by Eric Kane, Avatar Two: The Way of Water. Uh, a major disappointment, bro. And it Uh-oh. just talks about the whiny teenagers in it. Um, oh. he said, uh, "Sure, the graphics in this video game are great, but the story ain't eh, not so much." Um, the 48 frames per second 3D is awful. Ooh! He goes, to be clear, it's fake looking. He said, you know that that true motion smoothing that you can do on your TV at home, the soap opera effect? Um, well, I read that you get used to it after a few minutes, but that's a bald-faced lie. Oh,
0: no, the movies like that?
2: I guess. <gasps>
1: Oh, he
2: goes, The movie is too long. It's an hour too long. If I were making the decisions at Disney, I would have made them cut an hour of this wildly indulgent film. That's the best Ooh. way I can describe Way of Water. James Cameron is being indulgent here to excess. There's an arrogance on display that I just find very off putting. And he's being indulged by the studio with this massive budget the 3D, the IMAX, the format, the runtime, all of it. It's arrogant and self-indulgent, and I think the novelty that made that okay in the first film has worn off for audiences, or at least it has for me. The wow factor is gone, and all I see now is an expensive cartoon.
1: Wow. Yeah.
2: So, I want to oh, see it.
1: Me too. In the theater still.
2: Yeah. Just, Just curious to, at this point. I know. Seriously. So.
1: I think they'll make that money back though If they're already almost a quarter of the way there With just this last weekend And then through the holidays I think there's a lot of people Like us who are planning to see it Probably during the holiday. Yep.
2: I hope so for them, for yeah. Mickey Mouse mm-hmm. from, from my boyfriend Bob Iger Yeah, or maybe um, just a
1: break even You know, the two yes. billion
2: Seriously, uh, when we come back it is game time Stay there everyone Welcome back Jason and Alexis in the morning, right here on my talk, and streaming around our globe on our my talk app. Now complete with new publicity pictures! Yay!
1: Oh <clears throat> yes, really? Yeah, they are fabulous.
2: I finally have a beard. <laughs> Five years later,
1: you're all grown up. I'm. F- you're a big boy.
2: Hi, it's not 2012 anymore.
1: Oh,
2: yeah. You can see those. Awesome. Uh, yeah. Thank goodness. Well, Lex looks the same for heaven's sake, but my God. Oh um, well. Yeah.
1: You look so, so Aww, cute. Yeah, no. it's actually they're good yeah, ones. Yeah, I
2: usually hate the pub one. I usually hate these, but that's a, those are pretty good. So yeah, uh, we're so glad you're here. It's perfect that that uh, we had a little Christmas song coming back because uh, we have a Christmas themed game today. Ooh, it is a uh, Christmas themed "Would You Rather" to
1: make a choice. <laughs> Love it. Would you rather? Jason and Alexis present. Would you rather? Would you rather?
2: And of course, we're going to play this game set to our delightful Kmart in-store music for the hey. Christmas season from 1974. Okay, here we go. Okay. Please play it long. These are all family-friendly today. This is a holiday edition. <laughs> Would you rather have to loudly sing the chorus of Jingle Bells every time you walk into a room for a week Mm. or have to wear a sexy Santa suit every day to work?
1: (laughs) Oh, I'm singing Jingle Bells. How sexy Holly? is that Santa suit? I, I, I see, mean, that's what it, I want. See. I don't
2: know. See, that's what I want. I have a it's follow-up too early question, for us, and... guys. I know.
1: Okay, how? It's a thong. Oh, oh, it's no. a bikini.
2: Okay, I don't know and if then, it's a thong, girl. I...
1: And then it's a um, Borat bathing suit for you, Jason.
2: Oh. Oh no! Then okay. nobody wants to see that. I'm with
1: a see-through robe for both of you, Tool.
2: Oh, wow, you have no? really <laughs> the fact that you have thought about this to this extent.
1: I'm just thinking of would
0: be hilarious to see you to walk into the office. I was just hoping a full body latex Santa suit. So when you just walk in, it's like. Thank you. Full coverage. Yeah.
1: Okay. We can go that way sexy too. But still hot.
2: You know what? I don't want to sing. My throat hurts. I'm going to be sexy Santa.
1: Yeah. I'm going to Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we we will be quite the trifecta, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now this is interesting. This okay. yeah. Switch jingle bells to jingle balls. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. This will
2: kind of give um, an insight to your holiday likes and dislikes. This is interesting. Okay. Would you ra- would you rather not celebrate Christmas this year or not celebrate your birthday?
1: Ooh, this is a good one for today especially because it is Holly's it's birthday. Holly's
2: birthday today. What's that's right. For you,
1: Holly? Oh, I'm skipping the birthday. Let's do
0: Christmas. See the okay. thing is yeah. Yeah. the secret is is when you have a birthday at this time of year, you're just too tired to <laughs> yes. care. Oh. You're yeah. just too tired to care. Yeah. That it's like is I got things to do. If you
1: just yeah. give me a nod of the hat, that's fine.
2: Yeah.
0: That's fine.
2: Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Lex, you?
1: Oh, I'm with you. Yeah, mine's close to Thanksgiving. Feel the same way. Love the Christmas spirit. So we're doing that. Jace, whose birthday is in August. So Damn. it's not as chaotic. Leo season.
2: God, Jason loves his birthday. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Alexis loves when Jason talks in third person. <laughs> I know.
2: I do it for you, Lex. Um,. I think I'm gonna surprise most people in my life if I have to make a decision. Yeah. Because Christmas is a season, and my birthday is about a week. Um, Mm. Right. Colin, (laughs) don't even bother texting me. I can know your comments right now. (laughs) Um, I would rather not celebrate my birthday because I so love the Christmas season.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yep. Here's a fun one. Would you rather have Frosty the Snowman for a friend or Rudolph as a friend?
0: Oh, Frosty! Rudolph is whiny. Forget it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but he gets away with that nose. <laughs> uh, uh,
0: oh, Frosty will eventually melt, so then I can be alone again. No!
1: <laughs> Just thinking that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's
1: why I'm picking Rudolph. Yeah, I know. Well,
2: Holly and I are just go
1: for a ride.
2: Patiently waiting for a partly sunny day at a high around 72. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, you get trapped
1: in the green room, right? Yeah. And I get a snack at the end.
2: I'll yeah. A
1: little carrot. Oh, a little
2: carrot. A carrot. Yeah. And some cold. It's because a little frosty goes a long way. And then, again, we're waiting for that 72-degree day.
0: Yep. Bye, Frosty. Yep, yeah. bye, honey. See you next year. <laughs> see you. See you later.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, Rudolph is also used to... Maybe he wants his own time, too. <laughs> you no,
2: know, He's a little... He's used
1: to being ignored.
2: <laughs> how can you be ignored when your nose lights up? You well,
1: know? eventually, because Santa assigns him that. But he's the unusual reindeer, remember?
2: And... He's, He's not
1: like the others, so I'm sure there's I some like, self-issues going on there. Yeah.
2: I have enough self-esteem issues. I don't need to deal with the reindeer's <laughs> self-esteem issues.
1: That's what I saying. You know I, <laughs> I
2: have problems with my own self-worth. I don't need to deal with the reindeer's
1: <laughs> Rudolph.
0: Here's the number from a therapist. Why don't put him in therapy
1: that exactly. come back to be a great friend to you? <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: I I don't need to deal with your stuff. I have my own. <laughs>
1: You have to feed him too. That's the other thing. Just feed yeah, frosty I, I, nose. Yeah. I
2: don't think. And I don't think Nutrisource makes a reindeer blend. So, uh, okay. Ooh, yeah. Okay.
1: Oh, yeah. He might be eating Prancer.
2: Mm hmm. What? Oh, oh we just
1: what? Went to He's not Dahmer. <laughs> well, I, mean, he... I mean, do they have a deer, ble- a venison blend? Deers I don't eat do. deer, Well, though. no, that's what I'm saying. Like, oh. NutraSource wouldn't have a good option. <laughs>
2: oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. I mean, unless would it's you, chicken or something.
2: Would you rather live in a giant gingerbread house, mm. or ride on the Polar Express?
1: <gasps> Ooh, Polar Express for sure. That seems like fun. Holly?
0: I'm living in the gingerbread house because I got car sick riding around the Ladybug Express at Rosedale Center. <laughs> One time. The oh, little train.
2: Seriously? Oh,
0: that made me green. I can't handle the Polar Express. There's not enough Dramamine in the world for that.
2: Oh, I'm seriously? Just,
1: I didn't realize you got a lot of motion sickness like oh, that.
0: My favorite ride... The theme park is the bench. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you would be a tour.
2: Lex, I guess a show trip to Disney's out, Lex. I'm sorry. It'll, it'll just be the two of us.
1: No, hold our stuff. That's, oh, right. Oh, that's right. That's Holly right. Hold,
2: that's right. right Holly honey, will hold our stuff. Wait
0: in line for the food. I'm going to yeah. read this book and eat a churro. You kids have fun.
2: <laughs> that's right. Um, I'm doing Polar Express with Lex. Yes. Only because I can't stand gingerbread. I feel mm. about gingerbread the way that I feel about oatmeal raisin cookies. Ooh. Uh Ooh. no. Oh. I hate gingerbread. Ugh. Disgusting. Do we well,
1: have to eat a- the house? No, you're right. No, you just but, live the there. <gasps> but the smell,
2: but the smell.
1: It's no. the smell, right? That sweetness. Those yeah, hard no. candies can rip the roof of your mouth too.
2: Well, there's that too. There's an environmental danger in it all.
1: I <laughs> <laughs> hope you're happy with your choice. What you're at, this has been, would you rather?
2: I love that's within that game, we diagnosed Rudolph as having self-esteem problems. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's yeah. only us.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Seriously.
2: Yeah. Wonderful. Kendra <laughs> uh, Smart
1: gonna... gave him a job. Otherwise, we'd be real down and out.
2: Yeah. True. When we come back, <laughs> how going how to tell you... Uh, Something uh, to watch on Netflix, and I'm going to tell you something that I finished on Netflix when we return. Jason and Alexis in the morning, right here on My Talk. I'm Jason with Lex and Holly. Thanks for being here, everyone, as we kick off a brand new week. Cold. Oh, God. Oh,
1: yes. Ah. To the bone.
0: Did
2: not expect that. Again, I haven't been out of the house since Thursday, Friday. Never left, which was so joyous. I mean, it was good. joyous as far as like um, the only good thing you can suck out of being sick. But I just did, yeah. And you I sh-
1: needed it. Your body was I- telling you.
2: Yeah. You know what? And it was just, I was so glad that I didn't push it at all. Like, yes. I, I, you know, I was envious. And Lord knows if I turn down serums, chicken wings twice, you know that I'm not feeling mm. well. True. Um, but, uh, I was. my think my body. I think that's why I'm getting better. Is because I literally was just at rest um, with Harry Potter, and I'll talk about that <laughs> later. Yeah.
1: Yes, we need oh to god. know your thoughts.
2: Oh god, uh, seriously. Well, I'll I'll make. You know what? I want to hear about uh, Netflix, and then yeah, a little bit later we have Mi the Ass Hat coming up, and yeah, I have some observations. I what we're referring to is, and we invite you to listen to epi- uh hour one a little bit later, but. I quite literally watch the entire Harry Potter film series from start to end.
1: Yes. Eight um, movies.
2: Eight, yeah. And wow. one that I, I rarely watch and have kind of a new appreciation for. Huh. Uh, so I, I'll give you our thoughts a little bit later.
1: Where can you uh, watch them right now? Is it?
2: Um, I own them on digital. I own oh. them on my Apple TV. But I think okay. you can watch them on um, Is it Paramount, HBO, HBO. HBO Max right okay.
1: now. Okay, cool
2: think they have the rights back right now who knows what that yeah. wacky wacky app
1: um, we talked about this a little bit last um last week at the end uh, while you were gone yeah. that i've noticed in my business of resale that dvd sales are are up big time and really? i think it's because of streaming and not knowing if your movies your favorite movies will remain there or not so by owning fascinating, it fascinating lex yeah it's been pretty remarkable
2: Seriously,
1: mm-hmm.
2: I have so many. I it's funny that you said that. I looked at my. I have a shelf in my extra bedroom that also is kind of our podcast room. Yeah, and I have so many DVDs that I need to go through and just kind of make them. Maybe bring them to my talk or bring them here to Fox and just let people have them because I just have too much. I have oh, like yeah, you know, twenty five years of being an entertainment reporter guy. I, yeah. I just I've been very lucky and I get deep. I, I gotta get. I almost feel yeah, keep overwhelmed your by right. yes, and then just get rid of them. I could have like a yard sale, but anyway, um, yeah. Dance Monsters on Netflix. Talk to us, Holly. What is this?
0: Yeah. <laughs> this is a show I inadvertently stumbled upon over the weekend. I was hanging out at my friend's house. She has two daughters under the age of ten, and they were watching Dance Monsters on Netflix. And I'm like, what? What kind of hallucination are your children watching right now? <laughs> What is going on? What, well, this is, is this? this this is a new reality competition series over on Netflix, and it's a weird psychedelic fever dream mix of So You Think You Can Dance, Alter Ego, and a little bit of The Masked Singer, all rolled into one. <gasps> yeah, so, sounds like a dream show for me. <laughs>
1: well, all right, Lex is in it.
0: Lex is on So, what this show does, what Dance Monsters does, it has competitors dancers they're hooked up to cgi suits and the judges solely base their performance based on their cgi avatars they can't see the actual dancers you can only see their avatars dancing on stage
1: oh Uh, no But we get it. We get the backstage view, right? Well, so, yeah.
0: So you can kind of see the behind-the-scenes story. You okay. know, these are folks who are like, "I'm a chemical engineer, and I always wanted to dance, and so I put on this suit, and now I'm dancing as a robot."
2: <laughs> okay. Oh. <laughs> huh. So they're not. They, they're not showing their true selves. Exactly.
0: They're, That's why the mass singer element of it.
2: They're able to let loose because they're an avatar.
0: Yes. How can Mm -hmm. we become contestants? (laughs) There's a $250,000 prize uh, that all the dancers are competing for as well. I'm
2: sorry, what? A
1: $250,000 prize.
2: That's like the, the prize for Drag Race, man.
1: Yeah, that just changed. You're right. That's a huge prize. Yeah, a huge prize. Celebrity
0: judges, including Neo. Remember Neo? Oh, Oh, yes. Yes, a YouTuber, Lele Pons. Uh, This is hosted by Ashley Roberts, dancer and former Pussycat Doll. So uh, this wants to be a thing, and the kids like it. Let me tell you, if you've got kids and they're into these kind of reality competition series, this, this will is for the kids. Yeah, this is, for the little kids. If they're looking for something to watch over the holidays, would recommend Dance Monsters to them.
2: Lex, I think you would. This is so up your alley. Yeah, <laughs> I think you would love this, Lex.
0: And Alexis, children, yeah. and and and
2: Alexis, Alexis. Children children and Alexis, and Alexis. <laughs> Oh god.
1: That's um, true. I wanted to just see how they do it. That's that's that seems fun. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I'll give it a funny. taste.
2: You know what I watched on
1: Okay.
2: Uh all the days blended together. It doesn't really matter. Um I watched the 30th anniversary special for Beauty and the Beast on ABC. Did you guys watch that?
1: No. No.
2: Oh guys. If I can it, it, let me and I'm putting my Disney my Disney Anna hat off for a minute, even as just a fan of movies. And even if you don't love Disney, but Beauty and the Beast strikes a chord with you, it's a lot of people's favorite Disney movie of all time. Mm-hmm. Talking about the animated one, obviously, from uh, 1991. This special was so inventive, so freaking cool. I can sound, you know, like a 12 year old, um, and so heartwarming. You will love it. Um, her, it's kind of a mix of, it's a hybrid of animated special, behind the scenes look, and live action performances Oh, wow. all edited and blended together in such an inventive way that it is, Colin and I could not stop watching it. It is so well done. It's available on Disney Plus now and Hulu. If you missed it live on ABC, please watch it. Her as Belle And Josh Groban as the Beast In the live action sequences Ooh. And Shania Twain I'll play it before I do Am um, I the Ass Hat Shania Twain's tribute to Angela Lansbury I
1: was just going to ask How did they
2: oh, remember Lex. her? Shania Twain And Alan Makin's rendition Of Beauty and the Beast Was so beautiful And different um, I'll play a little bit of it when we come back okay but it is so good uh also as I said am I the ass hat um I have it today and well you'll see uh, that and more <laughs> when our third hour begins after this. Day.